0: Welcome back to The Next Scene, the podcast taking on pop culture one scene at a time. Welcome back. We're here for part two of our two-part coverage of the opening of the Repo Man movie. And once again with us is Alice Lauren from the Now You've Seen It podcast. So uh, thanks for coming back and stick around for part two coming up right now. Here it is. And so we get the, the final guitar strokes of our Iggy Pop penned theme song and we flash to the open road heading through the desert. There's not much. There's just, there's some greenery. There's some cactus. There's dirt and, and sand and a car rolling down the highway. And then a motorcycle cop policeman on a motorcycle pulls out.
1: And, I and get, pulls I get over car the car. vibes from this. That's what I thought of. That's what, it, that's what I felt from watching this
2: felt either 70s or like North by Northwest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the so once the the theme song fades out, we get we get into the score, which is very late 70s, very 80s. It's it's electronic. It's synth, but it's also it's sinister. Yeah, there's there's definitely a sinister vibe. Um, Interesting to say North by Northwest, because I kind of feel like. Like a little psycho, but yeah, like a little Hitchcock vibe. I can definitely see it. It's
1: scary. That's what I'm
2: saying. You know, yeah, he might as well have been attacked by birds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and this is, you know, I I, I don't know exactly where this is filmed or or where exactly where this is supposed to go. But um, I have looked around this area. If you go to Google Maps, the the, the glory of our modern technology, technological age, you can get the street view of this stretch of highway. And it looks pretty much the same way as it does in the film where it's just, there's a road and there's not much else. You can kind of see to the horizon. It's very dry. There's, there's some brush, you know, kind of, but not a lot of trees. It's very low plant life. Um, And it's kind of area where like anything can happen and no one's coming to help. If your car breaks down or you're set upon by something, no one's coming to save you. It's it's many a mile to well, I was going to say a pay phone, but even I doubt there's much cell service. Out there's there's no there's nothing tall enough that you to put the cell on. Yeah, unless you have a satellite phone, you're kind of on your own here. Um so the cop pulls out uh pulls alongside this car and the creepy. mysterious gentleman It's all creepy. I'm telling you. with Well, and he's saying He's singing "Oh my darling Clementine." Yeah, is is that like the is creepiest that Harry thing?
2: Harry Dean Stanton. Why do I feel like oh, why do i feel like it just... is? that is
0: not. <laughs> no, that is. I think that that's J. Frank Parnell, who I don't recognize the name, and I don't um, I don't recognize <laughs> him for anything else. But no, that's that's not Harry Dean Stanton. He'll he he comes along later. I'd also like to say when the cop gets off the
1: motorcycle. I think it just looks cool. Him just getting off and walking to the car.
2: I also just want to know who that cop is because not, okay, whatever. Not cute enough to be a male model, but like that walk, that, I just, the acting and just trying to walk over and be a cop and get the keys. It just, I, it's, I don't believe it. I don't believe a cop can be that scrawny. It's, it's, it's weird. It's like someone, they pulled someone off, off the street or hired a, no, not hired a real cop. I don't know what they did. It was it was amazing.
0: <laughs> well, so I have. I kind of want to jump right into it, and and well, I'm jumping back and forth at the same time with with a two parter. One is, yeah. Why does he pull this guy over? And two, why does yeah. he want to look in the trunk?
2: You know, what? I have any, any theories on that. I had never I thought of it because I don't think. I mean, it's not like he's speeding, as far as I know. I don't know about life. He doesn't look like he's going that fast. Yeah, he's not. Why
0: did he get pulled over, or why is he going? Yeah, why did why did he get pulled over? Well, I kind of want. Well, one, it's it's hard to judge because there's no scenery that you can't really tell what he's driving past because it's just flat desert. I didn't get the impression it's speeding, and also it's this is probably well, I guess things. I don't know if it was different then. There was like you know speed limit were 55, and we're just coming off the gas crisis, the 70s, so it was all. About driving slow and and being you know conserving your mileage, but I kind of get the impression this is one of those spots where like is there a speed limit? Because if you hit it, you're like you're not there's nothing to hit. If you go off the road, you're the only you're only going to hurt yourself. Like, is there really a speed limit in the middle of nowhere where there's there's no I other cars? in sight? looking
2: for them now that I really think about it. I mean, it's not that hard to find. You say I don't know what kind of car that is, but. You know, oh, there's a there's a car, the only car that's going to be on the road. It's getting away with something, you know, in the trunk. And so maybe he's looking for him, the cops looking for him specifically.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder at, at this point, that's the only thing I could really come up with. Like at this point, some kind of bulletin, the call had gone out. Be on the lookout for, which no, later listen, we'll find out is, is a Chevy. They're Mount in the label. middle of nowhere, Ooh.
1: okay? Uh, <laughs> then got the cop is sitting there. Who knows how long it's been since he's seen somebody? A car comes by. It's time to pull him over. Okay. You walk into a, a barber shop, you're gonna get a haircut.
2: It's stopping frisk. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it. You know, you got he sees a car,
0: he's going okay, for it. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Bloomberg. He, exactly. He's just bored? You figure what? Yeah, so so no one's driven. This cop's been there for six hours. No one's driven past. You figure this one car. They must be up to something. So, yeah, and we've got a really nice scene, a shot of the car pulls over and the bike parks, probably, you know, about a a car length behind. And we see them both in the shot, the car and the bike. Cop gets out. He walks up. He's like in full cop regalia. He's motorcycle cop. He's got the helmet. He's got like the, the high boots. He does the story. He's got his, Mm -hmm. I I assume it's his gun. He's got like a hand, one hand on his waist, one hand swinging. But it's, yeah, it's very kind of a a Dirty Harry vibe. Like this guy is a cool customer. Like this is, you know, this spot, this stretch of road, this bit of desert, that's his domain. And who's this guy encroaching? Old
2: Elvis, apparently, it looks like.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Now it's weird. Like, did you guys think anything so... The driver is attentive enough that he does pull over. Like, he he, he must have seen, oh, there's a policeman here. He's asking me to pull over. He pulls over. But then he's still got a hand on the wheel and he's still singing Oh My Darling Clementine very kind of slowly and eerily. But he doesn't... Like, for a moment, it seems like he doesn't realize there's someone outside the car. Yeah. But he must know because he pulled the, over, right? The
2: guy with the whatever thing weapon whatever it is in his trunk kind of giving up this is the you know what i give up i'm caught you know hand my hands are up kind of surrendering sort of thing like going out with a bang i guess in a a sense not really not that he like went out he obviously won this round but i don't know is it surrender
0: (laughs) right wow wow that's when you see the rest of the film, you'll be impressed on on how observant you are. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah, I think there's maybe something to that. I also think maybe like his, his brain's a little scrambled, like he forgot in between pulling over and the cop actually reaching the window. like maybe he, he forgot why he pulled over. He seems a little the, and eventually the, um, the policeman has to knock on the window to get the driver's attention. I wonder if he he'd like legitimately, if he just forgot why he pulled over in, you know, the few seconds it took for the officer to walk up.
1: There. The guy's a little off, the, off the uh, rocker here. We we definitely know that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's so the, and the officer says, I think it says, what do you got in the trunk? And the driver just sort of shakes his head. Oh, <laughs> You don't want to look it's in there. Freaky, the whole thing is freaky. <laughs> and again, there's, there's not another car. There's not another soul to the horizon for miles around. It's just these guys. And we cut to, we cut to a shot, a shot. It's almost as if we're sitting on the motorcycle. We're behind the car. We can see the driver through the rear view window. We see the policeman leaning over and he still got his hand on his gun. He's like one hand on the car leaning over. The other hand is still on his holster, on his waist, because he knows, hey, if this guy pulls something, backup's not coming. I'm, I'm out here all alone. And eventually this being an old timey car where you don't have, uh, I, I guess at this point you didn't have like a latch under the dashboard where you could release the trunk. The officer asked for and he received the keys so he can walk around. And open up the trunk.
2: Is that like a thing that happens like that now? Like I, I was just, I was surprised. Like I, or like if I was just pretend at at the border, let will say Canada or something. I mean, I don't think they can say, "Give me the key," and then open, you know, open it. I mean, this was obviously before you have these these keys that you don't have to like put the key in and, and turn. Um, I don't know. That's so weird. That was so, such a weird question. Hearing it. Today it was kind of jarring.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think about it, and I don't, I don't even know if I can open the trunk on my car with a key.
2: Like your trunk would be unlocked, right? Yeah. Like if Someone stopped me. They would just open the. They would just with probable cause or whatever. I think I don't know. I don't really understand. Open the trunk. I don't. They don't need anything from me.
0: Well, you because usually so there's I've I've been in. Um, you mentioned like yeah if you're crossing a border but also i've i've been in like parking garages in certain locations where they ask to kind of search before they let you in so i've had you know times where they want to look in the trunk and i just i have oh. a latch under the dashboard that i pull or it's a button i push and the trunk pops open oh. and also now with the remotes in addition to being able to lock and unlock the car remotely from the key fob Mine has a set has a button. If I press and hold that will pop yeah. the trunk.
2: Yeah. Cause right now, I mean, I can start my car just having the key in my, in my car, in my purse. So it's interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and then it's got, and then it also, and then my trunk is, it does have a button, but I guess it's, it senses like, yeah, like someone, hopefully someone can't just walk up to my car and open the trunk. But if I have the key in my pocket, It'll sense that the if the mm-hmm. key's close enough, then I can push a button, it'll open. So I guess with the key that way, but there isn't like a hole that I <laughs> right, stick the key right. no, down and school. turn it the way this guy is. And still more so he gets he gets the keys and he like stands like a full two seconds. Like it's it, he he just stands there, he's got the keys, but before he starts walking, it's like a good two, three seconds where he's just standing there holding the keys. And then he turns to slowly, slowly walk, still like Mm ah the dirty Harry, cool as a cucumber, strolls back to the back of the car, sticks the key in, opens the trunk, and the first thing we see is just it's a just bright light, brighter than the sun, just solid white,
1: Pulp Fiction style.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like the Jules's case in Pulp Fiction. And we quick and then we flash to a uh the side mirror, the 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 side mirror, we can see the driver looking at us. So he kind of knows there's something back. And I think this is the first part we've seen where so before we've seen the driver from the side where it looks like he's wearing sunglasses, it'll be interesting. If you picked up on this, Alice, we see the reflection of the driver, and this is at um this first section of the film, it's three minutes and forty-two seconds. And now we see the driver, his glasses, one side is sunglass. Oh. The other lens yeah. is like clear. It's like just regular eyeglasses.
2: Yeah. And he What's doesn't up with look that? particularly scared, gleeful about it, anything. Just kinda I don't even I'm trying to like figure out what that expression on his face is. And I don't I cannot Police? I don't know, I mean, maybe, hope, like, you know, hopeful, like, well, he's about to get killed. Yeah. I don't know. A calm, watchful eye watching your grandchildren play, like, <laughs> weird.
0: Yeah, it just seems like he's not particularly happy, but he doesn't mm-hmm. seem worried. Like, if there's some kind of contraband in the trunk, then he's caught. You know, the the, the officer's going to open the trunk, and he's, oh, here, you've got your Carrying drugs or whatever you've got back there, now you're in trouble. He does not seem worried. This particular scene, this uh, approximately a little over four minute slice that we're talking about, is up on YouTube, and I'll post the link. I'll put it on our website at nextscenepod.com, and I'll throw it in um, if I remember. I'll I'll, I'll put it in um, the Jelly of the Month Club, our Facebook group, and at Next scene pod. Which is uh, our Twitter handle, so I'll, I'll put it up on the social media. So you folks should check that out, and then you'll see links, and you can watch along if you're if you haven't seen it, if you're not familiar. 3:42 of the clip, we see the driver, and it's, yeah, this this strange gentleman is now even stranger with the half sunglasses, half not. We should try to bring that style back.
2: And it's not <laughs> like he like flips one up, you know. It's no, it's no transitions lens, <laughs> or anything, no.
0: And so the the police guy, the officer, the motorcycle cop. The, I don't know, yeah, chips. I guess yeah, because he has crossed over into California. So this may be the California Highway Patrol. This could be Ponch right here, opening up the trunk, and suddenly, just a blast, a flash of white light, a scream, and then he's gone.
1: And not a bad effect. I have to be honest, not a bad effect for that year. I would say that that time period.
0: Yeah, for, for 1984, for low budget, this is not, this is pre, I mean, I guess this is post-Tron, so you had some computer graphics, but it's like pre-Jurassic Park and all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. Simple, but does its job.
0: Yeah, so so we get a, a flash, we get sort of an x-ray, you know, we get an image of a skeleton for a moment. Not
2: necessarily even really a scream, I feel like it's... That's not the, I mean, I don't know what expression I would have if that happened to me, but I don't know. It's such a bizarre, I don't know. It's just <laughs> a bizarre expression on his face. Not good acting, maybe.
1: And now without the, like, the boots, I think it's a cool touch to have the smoking boots. It, it, without the boots there, do you think people are more confused? Uh,
2: maybe. I would think maybe it swallowed him up, whatever was in there. If he sucked in, yeah.
1: Yeah, you don't know. Is he in the trunk? Did something happen? So you th- okay cuz I was wondering I'm like kind hey, of if this scene is without the boots I wonder if it would be as a- effective
0: Interesting so yeah cuz I was trying to think about so the we flash back to now the trunk is closed the car is pulling off and driving away and all that's left of our officer of our motorcycle cop is just yeah the boots and there's in smoke smoking boots and smoke pouring out of them and I was kind of like what what could destroy a man <laughs> you know everything except for his boots that's
1: what i was thinking but yeah so
0: that that made maybe it was just a you know a stylistic choice in that well if he be completely if he completely disappears you don't know like is he in the trunk you know what ha- what exactly happened where now it's pretty clear all right he was vaporized he's gone and yeah. all that's left which i thought is was a great touch smoking yeah boots. And,
2: and i mean and the guy doesn't even like peel off just very casual i'd be like oh my trunk's not closed but no he doesn't care <laughs> Wait, is his trunk closed when he pulls off? (laughs) No, I need to see. He pulls off, his trunk is closed.
0: (laughs) The trunk kind of closes itself. I'm trying to, I'm playing it back.
1: Yeah. And then technically aren't the keys still in the trunk, but I mean, it's okay.
2: Oh no, how did the guy start the car again? (laughs) I was wondering
1: the same thing. Like maybe he, (laughs) yeah, I think that's just kind of, you know.
0: (laughs) You do see like after it sounds like after the cop screams, there's a flash, he disappears. The trunk kind of closes under its own weight. And it sounds like there's like a, not a slam, but a snap. So the trunk may just close under its own weight. But like you said, yeah. Then what happens with, with the keys, which I would, I could think like, well, so maybe, you know, car back when you had now, like newer cars, is just, you push a button you don't actually have to put a key in an ignition but these days like or the the days where the film happened those days in 84 a car would have there'd be two keys you'd have an ignition key and a door key Mm -hmm. and i think the door key was generally also the trunk key so maybe he just took the one key off the keychain. you know he just handed the cop the trunk key and the door key and he still has the ignition key so that's why he's able to drive off without getting out and getting the key back. Yeah. Though I should say uh that this it'll come up later where they specifically mention that this is a Chevy Malibu. Uh this is actually a 1964 mm. Chevy Malibu. So even so it's not even it's not even 80s technology from 84. This goes back even 20 years before the movie was made. So it's a 64 Chevy Malibu. So maybe. Maybe he just gave the cop the one key. I would think then the cop would be concerned, like, like this guy could drive off. Why is he not giving me his whole keychain? Why is he just giving me the one key? Although, oh, and actually, we see there's a close up at three thirty nine, three forty of the cop putting the key in and opening up the trunk, and you can see it's like the it's a keychain. There's at least two, maybe three keys.
1: Yeah, I think it's just you know. We just
0: go with just, it. it it's, it's stylistically, it's, yeah. Maybe he does get out and oh, he yeah. gets the keys and then he gets back in the car and the director decided we didn't need to see that. It just, we can figure out. It's The, the important thing is there's something in that trunk and we don't know what. Yeah, that wraps up the clip right there. Yeah, and we can kind of hear our driver again is back to... Oh, my darling, Clementine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and and like you said, Alice, he doesn't peel out or anything. I mean, there's there's smoke just because he was off the road in the, the dirt and sand of the desert. But he just slowly drives away singing, Oh, my darling, Clementine. Isn't that creepy? That's kind of creepy. What, you singing it? Yeah, that's pretty creepy.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, him singing it. Okay, okay yes. Well, no, him singing it, him singing <laughs> the, him, this, this yeah. well, the whole thing, just the middle of the desert, the cop, yeah you know, being vaporized and disappearing, and this creepy guy with like half a sunglasses driving off, singing, "Oh my darling Clementine. i think
1: I think that's what I'm saying. the whole beginning i I really felt it was a creepy type of techno thriller,
0: yeah, um and that and so that that scene wraps up at at four o five four minutes and five seconds into the film. And we still, we still have not seen Emilio Estevez. We have not seen Harry Dean Stanton. We really don't quite know what, what's going on. Hopefully it's enough that you're like, you keep watching, you're interested.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to know where to, where to find this movie. I don't think it's on Netflix. I don't think it's on Hulu. I don't think it's on Amazon. I think you can only rent it. Yeah.
1: I think you can rent it from Amazon.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it? I know they recently came out with, I mean, recently, like, could be five years ago. There is a Criterion Edition.
1: Oh, this is a Criterion?
0: Yeah, there is a Criterion Edition Blu ray that has, it's, yeah, it's got some good extra features. It's, it's actually got, I think it's like 10, 11 minutes. It's got an interview with Iggy Pop talking about doing, um, you know, doing the the theme song. It's got some stuff from the director, some deleted scenes. So definitely worth checking out. It is on. Um, it's on Amazon and Stars streaming. Um, but then you can rent and buy.
2: Yeah.
0: Although I don't know if that's Amazon Stars. Is that not the same as Amazon Prime?
2: No. Cool,
0: uh no. It
1: stars the sh- channel. It's on uh, free if you have Stars or you can rent it for 4 dollars it looks like.
0: Yeah, you can you can rent it Amazon Redbox, uh Google Play, Apple Vudu. So it's out there. You can yeah, you can rent it. It doesn't yeah, if you, unless you have the Stars channel. Yeah. It's not it's not on Netflix, so it's not like it's or and it's not included in Prime. But yeah, for 4 bucks or or 3 bucks through Redbox. I would say or or just buy the the Criterion Edition disc. I think this is yeah. something you're going to watch over and over again. Um, I think the last thing that I'm going to talk about today is, and I don't know if either of you picked up on this, probably not Alice. I don't know. This is not a first viewing kind of thing, but um, the license plate on the car changes. So when, when the guys first pull over and we get a look, when we look at from behind as the police officer's walking back with the keys to open the trunk. The license plate, its um, I think it's a New Mexico plate. It's K-8B-283. And then at the end, when we just see the car pulling away from the smoking boots, it's changed. It's now 127GBH. And I, I don't think there's any particular significance to that it changed, but I I, I like, it's a little wink again, going to the, the punk and the hardcore soundtrack and kind of the bona fides of Alex Cox, the guy who would approach Iggy pop to say, Hey, can you do, um, uh, you know, do a theme song. And then the guy who would go on to write and direct uh, a film about Sid vicious is um, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a specific, this is a purpose reference to, uh the band the english punk band gbh which is short for grievous bodily harm um that was part of the uk 82 punk movement so i thought that that's kind of a that's an interesting thing and again like that's kind of like deep like i don't think certainly not a lot of people these days would get that i don't even know if you know in, in 84 if people would kind of pick up on that and like kind of get that reference but it's a nice little thing that kind of the director slips in like a little Easter egg. If if you're a fan of, you know, late seventies, early eighties, punk rock. I think this guy's put a lot, you know, you've seen enough in just these first four minutes. Hopefully that'll keep you interested that like, Oh, maybe there's more that I'm going to see in here that I'll like. And um, if you like smoking boots and, and mystery as well. So that's kind of that. That's, I mean, I, I could talk about this movie all day, but specifically um, this section, that kind of runs my notes. I don't know. Alice, did you have anything to say? Did you, have we, you know, have we kind of piqued your interest? Is this something you might check out the rest of the film at some point?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a little more, a little more piqued. I might, I might watch it tonight. We'll see. All right.
0: Okay. We'll see. Yeah. It's only about an hour and a half. It's, it's a short, you know, it's not too long. It It moves along at a pretty good pace and it's, I think it's set up well that again, you know, we we're not going to return to New Mexico. We're not returning to the desert, but this kind of creepy vibe kind of sticks through. And I think some of the things you said, it's really interesting. I think you'll be, um, you'll be pleased with your powers of observation.
2: Oh my goodness, I'm so I'm so baffled <laughs> how we're not returning to Mexico though. That's so weird to me.
0: Yeah, well, that's why I like. I really, I, I kind of. I would kind of want a prequel to kind of what, what happened on that road trip.
2: Yeah. I feel like I just wrote the prequel. I, I wrote the repo man sex comedy. Yeah. You
0: wrote the prequel. There you go. All right. Yeah. They're at the zoo and uh... <laughs> they're at the, yeah. They're chasing the woman with the three wolf and the moon shirt.
2: Is this movie? In, <laughs> the three wolf. shirt? Yeah. I mean, is this movie funny at all? i think it is intentionally funny <laughs> I, I, yes I, th-
0: I think it's funny okay. i do and, and yeah i it, intention it's not i wouldn't say it's a comedy but it's 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 got wit and it definitely has humor but so listen alex cox writer director actor if you're listening get in touch with us i'll put i'll hook you up with alice we'll get you guys together let's make this happen um you know he he's shown a willingness to revisit this world. There was um, what nineteen or no? Uh, there's a a two thousand nine kind of sequel called Repo chick
2: Yeah, someone <laughs> someone was in there. Who was in there? I was reading someone's IMDb and the other Repo Chick Repo oh, Man, a different thing from twenty ten. I don't know.
0: Well, there's there's Repo Men with Forrest Whitaker oh,
2: where okay. they like
0: they're like organ salesmen uh-huh. and then if you can't pay they re they reclaim the organs but there's so there's specifically Alex Cox did a a kind of sequel to this and it's weird cuz there's like half a dozen a lot of the actors not a lot but like half a dozen or 8 or 10 actors from this appear in repo check but they're all playing different parts oh.
2: so
0: they're like it's like a it's kind of the same world but they're not directly related like it's not it's none of the same characters but it's got um miguel slash michael sandoval um is one of the people that comes back and then um uh rosanna arquette is in it uh karen black it's and it's like nobody's this one is not available anyway this is not on did no business. It's not on any streaming services. You can't find it. No one saw it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it's not very good. If anyone has actually <laughs> seen repo Chick and, and, and wants to report back, you can, you know, let us know again. It's um, the jelly, of the month club, Facebook group or at, at next scene pod on, on Twitter. I'd love to hear your, your repo chick reviews if you've seen it, if you've managed to track it down, but so yeah, so so Brian, any uh closing repo thoughts from you? A closing repo thoughts, not not really. I mean, we covered it on the, at least
1: for the just the small amount we watched today or watched and talked about. I'd love to come back and, and revisit. It. I think we're going to have to to talk about some of the others,
0: if not the rest of the movie. Yeah, I think. I could see us doing a series where we talk about, um, you know, great soundtracks. And this would be one that I want to talk about. I could see talking about um, Tracy Walters. Yes. Love Tracy. You know, Batman 89. And this is great. I could see, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of different things. So, Alan, you have to watch the movie to come back for these episodes.
2: I'm going to do it. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have you back. Yeah, it's a interesting movie. All right. Yeah, I I thought so. Hopefully, uh, the listeners, you thought you thought you, you found it was an interesting movie, or at least interesting to to hear us talk about it. If folks want to hear more from from you, Alice, where can they where can they find you? What are you doing? Give us some plugs.
2: Yeah. So my Twitter is at Ali Mez, Mezh A L I M E Z H. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Alice Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N. Um, make sure, especially for Facebook, that you message me. Let me know where you heard me um, first. And, yeah, we can talk there. And I'm on the Now You've Seen It podcast. I'm a panelist. And we basically, I mean, obviously we talk about movies, actually with someone who has, or who had never seen that movie. And then they watch it for the first time. We ask them, what, you know, how they missed it. Um, and really just I mean talk through the whole the whole film, rate it um the whole thing, and we just have really i mean it's rotating hosts, um rotating panelists, and we just always have really, really cool discussions so yeah,
0: yeah, I would encourage people, yeah, check out the the now you've seen it, I'm gonna check it out do you have any good suggestions for my
1: first download of your podcast?
2: Oh, my goodness, um, let's see, I mean, I have personally covered. Uh, Watchmen, um, Scott Pilgrim should be coming out pretty soon. Oh, okay. Groundhog Day released on, uh, on Groundhog Day. That was pretty cool. Trying to remember what else. Um, Maybe I'll start with that one.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, th- there were some other ones. Ones I was not on were like Alien, um, uh, Blade Runner. I think the, the new Blade Runner, um, Avatar, I believe is on there. So mm-hmm. another one I haven't seen. So <laughs> lots, of, lots of different interesting things to listen to great
0: right. yeah i would say go yeah go to the now you've seen it podcast and check out that groundhog day episode one uh
1: one of my favorite films all right i'll be i'll be downloading tonight
0: all right so anything else to add i think we can we can wrap it up of course everybody could
1: find us back at, at here when we well we haven't announced what the next things will be
0: yeah you'll just have to keep listening that's right Let's see what we do next at the uh, at the next scene